and we are live welcome back to another episode of on the king's dime monday night the weekend of the first round has come and gone and it was a good weekend we had a a win we're going to talk about that uh it's always good when the kings win start out in the the new season very well which is good uh we'll talk about that uh we'll go through our tips uh and we will also talk about MVP. Next, yeah three to one mvp too yep thank you to everyone yep. out there who uh has participated in that don't be shy get in there keep, keep going keep coming yep just give a three to one uh for your your favorites on the night it's much easier when the kings win to give a three to one it's very hard <laughs> to do it when nobody when the kings don't win nobody <laughs> wants to do something like that but so get in there as the kings start their season with a win uh, and then we'll talk about the next round coming up and kind of kind of what this what's happening with this team. I think that this was my first taste of King's action this season. You know, uh, you know, fans doing fan content, and I haven't even watched any of the game, so I was very very pleasantly surprised. I've got a few things to say about this team and you know, kind of where it can go and what it can do, and so do you as well. Um, as always, like and subscribe. We're live right now on Facebook, so get in and give us a like and give us a comment too if you want to get some fan interaction and ask us what you think, ask us what we think as well. Uh, and we'll put these up on YouTube in replay and you can watch also this on Facebook in replay. And the audio is on the Anchor platform, which goes out to Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. So if you want to listen in audio form, then like and subscribe, give a rating and review. And yeah, I think that's everything we need to plug. Um, we're trying to do a little bit more fan content this year. When Once I kind of get through this next couple of weeks, I think I'm a bit more free to do some content. Um, so I'll try and do that a little bit more. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Hopefully I'll probably just sail into the night with uh, nothing there. But uh, that's, that's all right. We'll get there. But this game on Sunday evening... Let's let's talk let's talk the round. What uh what did you think about the uh, new franchise, the Jack Jumpers? Um, I thought that Brisbane were terrible. Yeah, little, yeah, little curveball to start the pod for you. Yeah, I, th- I just thought Brisbane were terrible. Um, that is a poorly constructed team, and uh, they paid the price to a, a new franchise that to kind of destroy them in overtime. And, you know. It shouldn't have got to overtime, man. There was just so many missed shots at the end of that game, and then was, they couldn't get the ball to Sobey. It was just like, and I don't, I don't rate that Jack Jumpers team. I didn't. There is a humongous cockroach just crawling at my feet. Give me one sec. Yeah, right. It is, it is massive. Stop continue. The fight. He's got to kill it. Kill it. He's got a, he's got a new. Yeah, I didn't rate that Jack Jumpers team. I was kind of watching it and just thinking, ooh, that's uh, that's that's full on new team. I think. Comparing it to the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix the, uh, a couple of years ago, it's good to see them come in, look like a, a solid all-round team. They had some good players. Um, Robeson, I think, was their point guard. He was shooting lights out, and they got got a lot of momentum. But this Jack Jumpers team, I just kind of, like, it was a struggle. I think, you know, they got all the way down to, you know, t- having Sobe hit a chuck three at the end sort of time. It wasn't really a chuck, but it was a... Um, it was kind of a launch three to tie the game up at the end there. And then he got ejected. Um, I'll, t- I'll talk about this when, when Andy gets back, when he, if he hasn't died in the mouth of a cockroach. But um, Sobe getting ejected at the end of the game, I didn't have the sound on, so I didn't actually see what happened to him to get ejected. I think it was like an unsportsmanlike foul. And that just killed. As soon as he went out, that just killed them. You just knew that, that that was it. It's over. You know, It's over for the, uh, the Brisbane team. 
But yeah, that was. You're right. You survived, dude. This thing was the size of my thumb. Did you level up? It was massive. Scored a whole bunch of hit points off that one. Yeah, XP nice one. overload. Um, I was just sort of saying the end of that game where Sobi hit that three to, to tie it up and then gets ejected on a tech. I think it was a it was an unsportsman like. Yeah. Dude, I didn't have the sound on, so I didn't know what happened. But and then it was just like you knew as soon as he went out, it's like, well, that's it for Brisbane. He was that's the only it. one that could score the ball. Like Lamar Patterson, whoa, like and even uh, Frank, I think was the other guy, just launching the ball into space, and you're just like, whoa, this is a rough team. It's- um. What other what other dark horses did you see? Illawarra, yeah, in my man, mind, they looked really good. Eh? They looked re- really well coached, crisp, very crisp. It was the start was a bit like, oh, maybe this team isn't that good, and then they just turned it on and just started hitting shots and then moving the ball, moving themselves, and you were just like, ooh, this team's crisp, scary. Do a breathe, do a breathe. Just can't say much more about do a breathe, man. That is the pick up of I think the uh, the season. Uh, and in that team, just an ingested Tyler Harvey. They're good players, man. They were good players last year. I don't think they just quite had the depth, but this year they've got depth. Yeah, I think they've got bigs too. Like they just mm. had all these bigs, and I was just watching it, just going, "Where are all the like? Where are all these bigs coming from? Like, what on earth? What the hell is going on here?" Um, that Adelaide Adelaide team is also coming off a back to back. The Phoenix looked pretty good. Um. Yeah, like, yeah I, I don't know, man. I think it can go two ways. I don't think they have huge, huge amounts of depth. I think they've got good starting. You know, I mean, they're lucky they got broke off in Creek um, in those kind of marquee Aussie, Aussie roles. But um, I don't think their depth is great. For my mind, Sydney's the deepest team. Like, I just, I don't see a humongous weak link anywhere. And I also don't see how Jordan Hunter fits into that. But this, this is kind of for another discussion. But um. Well, let's yeah. let's have that just, uh, discussion. Jack Fletcher sent us a message. Where does Geordie Hunter fit in from here? He doesn't, man. He doesn't. That's the problem is that you play Cooks at this versatile five that can run the ball. He can defend very well. Um, and then you've got Mateur. McCurr? Mateur? Mateur. This is, Damn it. This uh, is a uh, maker. You're just throwing me. I'm sure it was McCurr maker, man. It's, Ma- it's McCurr. Um, yeah. McCurr maker, just... who is a six foot eleven behemoth. Um, can shoot, Dude, can run the he, ball. He looked so good, man. Like, yeah. uh, like, not not where you know he dominates, and you would go, "Wow, what a performance!" But the the projection of what he can be in the NBL, like he looked massive, man. And then, like I said to you, up against JLA, they were si- they're a similar size, similar build, and he just looked like like way too powerful for him. And mm. I was like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, get him on these rolls." He had a n- really nice dunk on over JLA. One of those ones where um, it's just a, a thought thing, right? It's not a like he came in and he spiked it. Like it was just a I've got a space that's right there. I'm just going to go up and dunk it. And that for me says a lot about his game, right? It says mm. the the speed of thought. You know, he his hands were a little bit all over the place. And you, he's, you know, you he's can, seven foot. Well, he's six eleven, man. I mean, even even the best kind of seven footers in the NBA aren't that great with the handles. They try, but you know, they they do get picked easily. You are a hell of a lot, you know, further away from the floor. So, but yeah. that that dunk to me said to me like he's got some skills and he's got some skills. He's, he stood out for the three ball. He can shoot. He's got a nice arcing shot. Maybe his mid range game's probably not there. I saw a late mid range. I was just like, man, there's five minutes ago. Why why are you shooting that shot? You know, get a better look. But 
But this team's got no mid-range, man. Like, did you see, like... Jalen Adams is probably the only mid-range. RJ Hunter can shoot the mid-range pretty well, um, you know. But, again, these guys have, have gone out and, and kind of, you know, trained in that NBA program where it's three, three, and, three and a bit a D, and these guys didn't bring the D to the NBA, which is why they're in the NBL kind of thing. Um, Gerald Martin, RJ Hunter, Jalen Adams, all probably lacking the, the, the defensive prowess to play that elite basketball, but still, you know, top to NBL. Um, and, you know, on a smaller court with, with bigger dudes, you can, you can kind of hide them a lot easier when you've got, you know, a number five in the paint, you know, guarding the paint. But I, I, I don't know if mid-range is really going to be that effective this year. It's hard in FIBA to really get that mid-range. You don't really get your spot, and you don't need to get your spot. Yeah, I can see Burford, you know, jacking up <laughs> 25. Buford, Buford. 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 Fuck. We're just bricking names left, right, and center. Yeah, man. I just, that's just, I'm Buford. Such an American. I don't know name. why Burford. Jeez, why Buford. does that? That just rolls off the tongue better than Buford, well, eh? Burf- yeah, Buford. I don't know. Maybe it's, is it B-U-R? Is it that it? It's B U F O R D, I believe. Oh, it's Buford. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here or there. We're just going to call him. Two guys talk about some guy's name. You could call him 40. I mean, you can 42. 40X40. Did you see 40 on the sidelines against Perth? That's the one game that I didn't actually get in. No, I didn't watch that game. Nah. So, Depends yeah, good on 40. Though. They got absolutely drilled. Perth, again, we'll just sub note that. It's just like, yeah, Perth's going to Perth again, I guess. You yeah, know, fair enough. They just, they, you know, Vic Law comes from like Brisbane and then just, he came from he Brisbane was, last year. He was like, so I, I remember watching him against us and he, I think he had like six from seven in the first half. And I was just like, every shot was like a pull up, you know, shake off someone, you know, baseline, you know, a, a starter step dribble hesitation. And it was just like, everything was crisp. And I was just like, damn, that's, that's a good player. Yeah. Why are you playing for Brisbane? Like, what the hell? And for Perth to pick him up, it's just like, yep, good pick up. Fair enough. You know, yeah, Perth it's, does it's, it again on your Perth. How else? Um, but back to, yeah, Jack Jack Fletcher's question about Geordie Hunter. Fit, where does he fit in? At the moment, I feel like Maker might be a better option than him. Like, if he was healthy, I mean... I like Mater- yeah. uh, McCurr maker coming off the bench, man, in yeah. that first first slot as a this, rim protector, rim runner. This is the problem, right, is that when you've got three and Mater is still to come, who's kind of like a 4-5 combo, when you've got three deep and Geordie doesn't stretch the floor Huge. and everyone else stretches the floor, what what scenarios do you run Hunter in? Like it just it just it doesn't fit the G League kind of style of play. Every every you look at the G League, every five stretches the floor. And then the kind of the backup guys come in and, and kind of play that block role. I don't know, man. It's just it's it's hard to see him in the lineup that's because you really can't play Jerome Martin and him at the same time. And then if you play Xavier Cooks in him at the same time, you just you've got no stretchability. So what what lineups do you play him in? Mm. Like you know, if if in the NBA and I see this, I see him get, kind of getting kicked out or, or signed somewhere else that he makes more sense. But in this lineup, he doesn't really make a lot of sense unless you kind of just you know you're playing him in a role that he's he's kind of your main guy and he's coming back and you know you play other guys around him and Kuz kind of fits into this four five weird three four five spot where he can kind of play anything. He needs to play l- like in this role where. 
it's a small lineup, but then you've got Cooks and you're like, he's a much better small ball five type of thing. Mm. And then yeah, Jarrell doesn't fit as a small ball five. He's just not defensively good enough. And there, there was, we'll, we'll get to that. There was a couple of uh, those Jarrell moments where you're just like, Jarrell, like, turn around. <laughs> the, you guys right there. What are you doing? Um, but I think, like, he doesn't really have that skill set of a small ball five. And then he, I don't think he really has the skill set of a big to play in that traditional center role, like the choker role that we've seen no. him sort of play in that kick it role over the last couple of years. And I, you know, I don't know. Like, I want to see him come back and look at that mature maker spot and go okay i want to mold myself and what cooks is doing you know i I can't shoot from mid-range or the outside i'm going to rim run i'm going to try and protect the rim gonna come up high set screens he sets a pretty good bone crushing screen yeah you know that's not not too bad called for it a lot but i yeah i see man I'm kind of like a bit starstruck with McCurr Maker. I'm just like, ooh, like <laughs> seven footer. Ooh, this is this is good with some skill. Um, Man, the league's got a lot of seven footers at the moment. Mm. Like, there's there's I think there's five seven footers. We got we got Kay Soto, we got Rob Lowe, who's you know he's a seven footer, but you know, yeah. um, Zhao Chi, that other dude that plays for Brisbane that kind of didn't play. He's a next star. I think he's about seven three. It's a big dude, man. It's big dudes in this year. This is kind of one of the best talent years I've seen in the NBL for a long time. It's a shame Taco Ford didn't come down as an extra. Oh, the Taco. No, he signed, he signed with, he's, he's with the Cavs, I think. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's guaranteed with the Cavs. Man, I'd love to see the Taco down here, man. Love, That'd be so cool. You love Taco way too much. There's, a, there's an Aussie way kid. I watched, I watched a, a documentary or like a, a short documentary on an Aussie kid who is he's 15 and he's 7'3". Ooh. And he's playing at AIS. So he's he's one to watch out for seven three fifteen, mm-hmm. and they just can't feed him enough. But um, keep feeding so, him. Hopefully, yeah. he can play for the Boomers. Um, but this this game against Melbourne, it was a good win 74. I think we were up twenty at one point. You know, what, it was one of those like unnecessary Sydney comebacks where they got a bit lazy and just like this yes. Melbourne team is is definitely not going to make the finals this year. Um. Unless, unless Delhi kind of becomes more of an offensive force, which he may do because he's probably playing a bit more and probably getting a little bit more, you know, um, time than he would in the NBA. But um, yeah, he, that was he it was an unnecessary shoot threes anymore, man. Just stop shooting threes, and that's going to change the way they he play. Obviously, sh- he doesn't when- shoot threes, he vomits threes. Do you see? It's like it's just it's rough, man. I mean. This this Melbourne team, like Brad Newley started with the three, and I was just like, you you Why? didn't hit that last year, Brad. Get out of here. Get off the court. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And that was like, oh yeah, all right, Brad, you're gonna have yourself a night. Oh yeah, didn't, didn't score the ball at all after that. We just like just this went, is what Brad. This yeah. exhibit is closed for Brad. Um, but this this Melbourne team, ooh, it looks rough, man. A couple of tries coming off the bench. You're like, yeah, fair enough. Shea Ely diving at people's legs again. Um, <laughs> And but Delhi, man, let's talk about Delhi. I just was like, Whoa, it's not the right that's, team. That's rough, it's not man. the right team. Um, he's got to stop shooting threes. And look, he can dime the ball. I think he's going to get games where he's going to get eight, nine, ten assists this season. But the amount of times he would just drive and then stop and you know, with his ass out, just look around for dudes. And you're like, why are you even in this position to start with, man? Like, why did you just terminate your dribble in the middle of like bodies? Delhi, um, it's a, it's such an NBA thing, man. Yeah, but it's it's also Delhi. Like, Delhi would fit into the Perth Perth system perfectly. 
because you've got two guys that are absolutely manic running off screens that he could just find in open areas. But there's, I mean, you watch you watch him and Golding just go at it. I think that's the key. I think key combo for Melbourne is that if Golding, he Delhi will find Golding wherever he needs to be, and that's they just didn't have that in this game. Mm. That's really how they're going to win games because there's no one like Shaley is pretty, you know, as a bit of a backup point guard, he's okay. Um, but yeah, there's there's nothing in in between. Like Pete Ling, I mean, Dave Barlow's old. Brad Newley, I, I can understand why Sydney let him go with the talent that they kind of had coming mm. in. You can understand maybe why they let. I mean, Brad's got great, and, and you know he's got a couple of years left in the NBL, and I think that's great. Completely didn't use him for what he's good for. Mm. Just Last like, year, yeah. oh, this year, this like, year. What, what was this oh, game in Melbourne? Like, oh, Brad's going to step out and shoot. No, no, Brad yeah, he's shooting down- threes. So it's like, just like Brad gets downhill, please. and that's what that's all he does, right? That's yeah. what he's good at. But the other, the other thing, though, he, he was trying to drive, man, but we just had bodies in the paint. Yeah. Man. It was like, well, you're going to try and finish around, you know, Jarrell, make it with his arms out, and then, you know, Xavier Cook's playing good defense. Xavier Cook's trail defense, man, is just oh, suffocating. It's, it's awesome to watch. He is an effective three shot away from an NBA spot. He's so good. He can play that four in the NBA so well, is that he can defend on ball, he can get around guys. He's got spin moves. There's going to be a lot more room in the NBA to score than there is in the NBL because you don't have those paint cloggers. Mm. He just, if you could just stretch that three, if you could change his technique, I don't know. He needs to work with the shooting coach, but it, that that's that's his, that's why he's not in an elite league. That is the only reason why he's not playing for Houston or OKC mm. or a team that'll give him a couple of years to get in there and have a go and see if he's you know going to make it. That's the only reason. Um, because he's good enough from a defensive perspective. He can play small ball five. He'd, he'd fit well up into any lineup as a small ball five. But the three is just, it's more of a pass than a yeah. shot. It's, it's just, I think he's just too long, man. And yeah. he's grown too long and he is too long. And he just, the technique starts to go, his technique started to go inward and it's yeah. just not there. But, you know, he might, he might bring it back. He, he's got enough weapons in the NBL to oh, yeah, he's, not, have he's, to bo- not have to he's bother. A, He's an elite top ten NBL player, I think, yeah. uh, definitely. But yeah, it was it was a good win. Yeah, that Melbourne team looks rough, and I think yeah, Chris Golding's going to space the floor and might, might open Delhi up a little bit with you know a little three man um, with JLA, some of the other weapons they have. But yeah, that was that was an average average Melbourne team. We were a little bit lucky to catch catch them without Golding, which is good to see. Do we have we have another game against them in a couple of weeks? I think don't we? Well, the, we have to remember this team has also not played together. I mean, this is the first time we saw RJ Hunter. It's the first time we've really yeah, seen. He just Jalen. came out of nowhere. It was like, whoa, yeah. RJ. I thought he was still injured. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, so we didn't really see him much in the preseason. We didn't see him all preseason. Mm. He was meant to play that Illawarra game, but um, <clears throat> that got coveted. Um, yeah, it's it's you can kind of see where he, Coach Buford. Uh, doesn't really know how to give effective minutes because Shawnee kind of came in late. You know, he wants to get Biwali Bales in, who I think is top 10. Yeah, go off, King. Go off. Go off? Go off on Biwali Bales. He had a great oh, man. Night, man. Oh, man. Biwali Bales, I think, is the next Paddy Mills. I really do. I, I think I saw him in that under-19s EMU squad. He's He's a shot off the curl away from being you know, the next Paddy Mills, I, mm. for my mind. Like, that's the guy that we think, okay, we've got Josh Giddy, who's 19, we've got Bawali Bells. That's our that's our future NBA kind of um, NBL combo for the World Cup. That's, yeah, you, know, you got you, Travers you, in there too as well. You've got Travers in there. You, 
you got you got some good good talent coming through, and you know it's it's good because these guys are going to be playing all the qualifiers and the Commonwealth Games and all those kind of things. So we've got some good elite talent for those tournaments. But yeah, man, he's a, he's a top five point guard in this league for years and years and years and years. And I think he's he's a DP this year as well. He's he's full contract the next year. Um, so that's good because you know you don't know where you're going to have guards in, in a couple of years. I think they're probably Shawnee Bruce's understudy. Um, and you'll have him as backup point guard in the next couple of seasons. But yeah, man, that's <clears throat> I can't rate him more highly. Yeah. I, I'm very impressed by for Wally Bales. I was saying to you before we went live, his attitude was great too. I mean, it's very easy for a young guy to come into this team and want to make a statement, want to grab the ball and do things with it, you know, make yourself known. But I thought he showed heaps of maturity just, you know, playing within the system, getting the ball, making plays, passing the ball. Um, looking for other guys. And then there was a couple of times where we were struggling to get a bucket and he would just blow by someone and everyone would go, whoa. And he would just be <laughs> at the rim and finish. And you were just like, that's exactly what we need to kind of keep our, yeah. keep our momentum going. And it was very lucky that, you know, we, we destroyed Melbourne in transition. I think we're, we're kind of lucky that they missed a bunch of shots. And if you miss shots against Sydney this year, you're going to get absolutely destroyed because they got guys who can run, guys who can pass. And that's going to be one of their hallmarks, I think, is the speed at which they play this season. And, yeah, that I think we're quite, kind of like to go talk about the whole system. I think we're kind of lucky that we had all those transition opportunities because our half-court sets and our, our sort of set-up offense was a little bit a little bit rough, I thought. Yeah. But yeah, a, it's... a first-time looker for me, like a first-time look at it for me. Dude, goes, it's the first. It's a first time look from the team as well mm, because this mm. team hasn't played together. So, yeah, I, sure. I, I think back end of the season, even with some injuries that you've got to think about, this team is set for top two run, easy. Yeah, because once once Hunter like Hunter likes to play in that, you know, off the curl, shoot the ball, catch and shoot, and when he's on the floor, like the, he he's in a lineup, you know, with Glover, Adams, and Cooks and Hunter and Cooks and Martin, and it's a little bit like. Who's gonna who's gonna do- toss you the ball for a catch and shoot in that that lineup? And then you kind of go down the line, and then, then you're looking at it and like, you know, Shawnee Bruce, Swackaloo Baluk, like, ugh, there's not many dudes who can you know off a rub screen find you with a catch and shoot. But I think that's gonna develop, and as RJ Hunter realizes, you know, make a couple of baseline cuts, come out off the baseline mm. on the curl, he's gonna get shots like that. And I think with our bigs this season, we're gonna get a lot of opportunities for our shooters on the outside. And if we're knocking it down, you know, that's going to improve our half-court sets and our, our offense as a whole. But that transition, man, was just deadly, deadly. Yeah, man. And it's exciting to if watch. you miss shots. And re- the rebounding, man, was so good to just watch a team where you're just like, we will dominate you on the box. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, thank God. Rebounding so good to watch. And we just got so many big, big dudes. Um, but, yeah, um, Swakalobaluk came out. And I thought he, he you know. He's like right. the, the, the young Thomas Bedanovich, the kind of energy guy, deep bench, you know, probably won't play a lot when DJ comes back. But, mm. you know, if there's injuries in this, there's always going to be injuries in this league. This is why I like this team, man. This team runs so deep. And then mm. you've got Jalen Galloway, who we're not going to see probably anything off. He's a DP. Looked really good for the Emus. Looked good in preseason. Could shoot the ball, can run, can dunk. And we're not really going to see much of him. So, you know, this team is so deep. So deep, it's it's kind of absurd how 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 deep this NBL team is. I didn't think we could get this. This team is deep. Like you're going back to those eras of like Dane Pano and yeah. like wow, oh. 
and like, like and, and Travis David, Ware or David Ware, whatever his name David is. David Ware, oh my God. And you're like, Ooh. I think it's a testament to the NBL as a whole. Is that That's where it was four seasons ago when we started. And look at the – you're getting RJ Hunter, who's, who's a 28th pick in the 2015 draft. You're getting mm. Jarrell Martin, who, you know, had four good seasons at, at, at Memphis. You know, it wasn't NBA quality, but had four decent seasons in the four position of Memphis. You had Jalen Adams, who played 74 games for the Hawks, you know, played G League um, for, for the yeah, Wisconsin Herd. And, you know, you're getting DJ and you're getting all these young Australian guys that have been playing college and they're not going to Europe. They're coming home to, to the NBL. You know, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's not. But this 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 league is is easily top three league in the world. Mm. Easily top three league in the world. Like we, we, and now we're starting to be on those kind of fringe NBA NBA guys' radar because they know that this is a potential step back into the NBA if you mm. can if mm. you can perform well in this league. And I think it's just going to make a better product. And the product, even the product around the league, even though I mean, you know, Brisbane were pretty woeful, and and but the product is definitely improved significantly significantly it's a it's a launching pad again right and i think having guys like tate and lamello recently go back to the nba and look really good like tate just looks oh man wow how are you not on a you know a top four seed team and something important like nearing a championship in one of those one of those look i think houston's is five years away and if they can keep those core guys together like jalen green uh, Christian Wood, you know, these guys get two or three years deeper, two or three years on their belt. They put a few games together. That's a team that if they had a few pieces, man, they're, they're, they're the Hawks three years ago. That's mm. what they are, right? And, you know, you just keep playing, get getting better, keep working as a team. You get rid of John Wall's contract, which is still he's getting paid $47 million next year. You know, you can you can get rid of that, you know, and, and maybe bring some some good uh, bench talent in because you, you kind of cap hamstrung. Like they'd be getting Jay Sean Tate for next to nothing. He probably lot. He's probably seven million over three years. Like next to nothing. Mm. Um, you know, most of the guys are draft picks. I think they're paying Christian Wood the most. Besides, um, uh, yeah, did uh, he get the rookie John max Wall- extension? I think who uh, Wood? No, or no, no. Some sort of. I think he got paid some sort of amount of money that was. A yeah, he's, he's on like I think he's on four four years seventy mil. Yeah, okay. So he's not he's not nowhere near the max. No. I mean, John Wall's John Wall's max. They've just, just drafted Jalen Green. They've got, they've got some good depth. You know, they've still got Eric Gordon, um, chub dude. Whoa. Whoa. Um, Watch out. They're, they're, they're three years away from really doing anything, just like OKC. OKC is probably four years away from doing anything, you know, Josh Giddy, But um, that's that's kind of where these guys are going to. I mean, LaMelo Ball, we, we shat on him. but Yeah, but dude, great, how much was did we watched him and we saw him live and you were just like, what is this? And then somebody's <laughs> gone like, what are you doing? And he went, oh, oh okay, yep, yeah, cool. All right, I'm going to actually take this seriously. And now he's taking it seriously. And he's bulked up too. Like yes. last year, he was like a twig, got that injury. And now this year, like you see him this year, and he's like, this, he's now massive he, now. And, and I haven't I, I watched COVID. it all. And I looked at him the other day and I just went, he's heaps bigger now. Like, okay, well, if you're going to be a, that tall and that big, or that size and that big, get bigger. Then yeah, okay, you were always going to be, you know, he's got and the time. Now, now he has COVID. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's got oh, COVID. Geez. Terry Rocher, actually, four of the Hornets have got COVID. Oh, man, <laughs> just brutal, brutal stuff. Don't, don't, let's, let's not talk about COVID on this because I don't <laughs> want it to infect the NBL, man, because, you know, we've got a good product here. We've got a good thing going. But back to your testament to this team is deep. Like, we, we've talked about, like, four players, and we haven't even got to, like, some of the other players that had an impact on this team. Tommy V, I thought, came out and gave, I was saying to you pre-show, 
not like good minutes and not good stupid minutes. Like there's a yeah. there's a, a double sided coin with Tommy V where sometimes he give terrible minutes and you're just like Tommy, and then sometimes he can give good minutes, but you're still a bit like you're a bit out of control. Like calm it down a bit, and then sometimes he can give these good minutes like he did against Melbourne, where he comes in, makes some plays. Those plays, you know, kind of stumble into more plays. And then you, you take him out and you go, okay, you, you've had enough. We, we, we won't uh, like keep you out there too long, which I thought was good. Get, um, gave him a chance to you know stamp his authority on the game. Angus Glover, I thought a little bit, a little bit quiet, but still like some smart plays in there, man. Yeah, man, he, he he's one to watch. He's one to watch. He's one to watch if anyone goes down as well. I think he's got big shoes. Gets got the start. I think the start's the right thing for mm. him. But yeah, man, preseason looked so good. So. Hopefully he can pick up some some more stuff. He um got to the line, shot some free throws, which was good. I think he had a nice layup as well. That was his bucket was a layup, I think. And he's like athletic and you know kind of underratedly sizable too. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, ooh, some size. He's, 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 he's had four years in the gym, mate. That's because mm-hmm. he hasn't been able to play. So. Yeah, which is good. And then Jabril Martin. Before we get to the the star man of the night standard you know jrl standard you kind of was like there isn't a need for what you were doing last year now right i kind of felt that while i was watching him i was like he doesn't need the time to to make step backs anymore like there isn't any room or any space it's all five out and like there's no need for you to go in and it's just like just toss it to him anywhere just just rinse a guy and shoot you know there wasn't really that much of that well, there's, there's, there's no like as well. There's no, oh, we, our, our you know, Jordy and Xavier on the floor. No one can shoot. Um, let's let's get, you know, Jarrell in the low block and, and see if we can get something. It's like, no, nah, we've got like eight guys that can come on the floor and create something and create space mm. and get to the hoop. So, yeah. And it's, he, it's, he was just, he's finishing the rim. It's just still yes, unbelievable. It's so you, you, we're going to get better this season as we get more cohesive. And like maker getting to the basket i think it's going to get a lot better this year that's going to open up you know a lot of room for jurel because him around the, anywhere where you can just kind of physically see oh he just needs to spin and step in and he's going to finish this he just does it and you're like wow like that's such good fundamentals it's such a safe play where you just you kind of i was watching it kind of knowing every time he was going to score a bucket because i'm like oh, he's going to spin here one step one dribble there you go play in and you're just like Kind of a little bit like Tate, but Tate was more like on the glass. Like yeah. when, when it was in and around the glass, that's when you were just like, oh, he's going to go back up and score this. Yep, sweet. But with Jarrell, <laughs> it's like kind of in the in the flow of the game. I think that'll only come as we get better this season. And then Jalen Adams, what did you think of him for his first? Rusty NBL probably hasn't, hasn't played in a while, um, but good. So much of an upgrade. Definitely an upgrade. He's an upgrade on any guard we've had in the last four years. I think it's uh, I yeah I I don't want to just be like good so glad I don't have to watch Casper anymore and part of me is kind of like that but at the same time I think Jalen Adams has more to his all round game he's got like off the dribble coming off a screen there's options and he can survey the floor whereas Casper got a bit like tunnel vision one dimensional you know getting to spots and like you know telegraphing the way he was playmaking and yeah. I think with Jalen Adams he can do a lot of stuff. And get it, if he gets into trouble, he can f- kind of finish his way out of it. I felt like that. Um, I watched a couple of those videos of him, and there was a lot of just crazy finishes in traffic where he was, <laughs> you know, a dude's draped all over him. But in this NBL, it was like 
there are dudes on you, but they're also, you know, middle-aged white guys and they're also quite far behind you. And so he's just like, oh, this is actually a lot easier than I thought. So I think he's going to get better as the season goes on because he's going to realize that once you blow by a guy, usually there's no real trail threat because there's not a lot of seven-footers and not a lot of tall timber out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just every part, like it's just, if you had like the star chart of like, you know, every part of his game, just everything, it'd be, you know, three and a half, four stars, like yeah. across the board. And I think that that stability is going to send this offense or send it. It's going to like glue this offense together, back together, and then kind of yeah. the sporadicness that it was last year with everyone kind of going everywhere. He had a couple of mistakes where you were just like, jeez, like that one, you don't, you don't really want to be loose around Shaili no. in general, but that one where he kind of just dribbled it off his foot and then stood there while Shaili picked it up. It was just a bit like, Oh, okay. That's uh, you know, that goes beyond a, like a little bit of a stuff up. That was a little bit like, why were you just not? You were just looking at the ball and you picked it up, like. But I hope, you know, well, you know, he had that one, and then he had a couple more where there was just an inbound and lackadaisical. Shayla came and mm. he just kind of had to contest it and tip, tipped it out. Like one, you're like, come on, man, like switch on. Two, you're kind of like, come on, dude. And then three, you're kind of a little bit like dude, what, the, what, like, is there an issue with this? So I was a little bit like, Ooh, I hope there's not an issue with engagement or something like that. But hopefully he, you know, just tightens up his game and yeah. realizes that the full core press, you know, he's probably not used to that as well. Nah, definitely not. Definitely not. But yeah, good game. Good win. Uh, I think we've covered pretty much all of that in the win. And three, two, one. we shall go to three, two, one. I'm going to go, got? it's hard, man. It's, it's, it was a good all-around game. I'm going to go. Well, I went Adams. I went Cooks 3 because yeah. the, the two mistakes were just Cooks 3, Adams 2, 1, 2, Tommy V. Tommy V, uh, your man. He just, just had some good minutes, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a one. I yeah, have actually, Adams. You know, you know, no, no, I'm going to go Makumaker um, yeah. 1, realistically. Yeah. It was just it, it was the X factor that came with that bench in that second period. You're like, whoa, what is this, dude? I can't stress enough how I was just like, if he puts this together, man, he's gonna be so dominant. Like the skills, the the size, the power. I was like, any like any guy just going to the hoop, but having him come off a screen, he's gonna just finish every time. It's gonna be great. Uh, I don't know, man. I had Adams for three, McCurr for two. It feels bad giving a one to. You know, either one of Hunter Martin or Tommy V. Or Bales. Cook, I'm go Bales. For Wally. I like I like that. A one for Bales. Little little pipe opener for him to start his King's career. Mm. It was impressive, man. Seven points, oh, yeah. three or four. You know, kept the pace up. It was great. Um all right, let's go tipping. It's good good start. Um I will just double check that I've got these games right. I do. Yeah. yeah. You want to say something? No. No. Uh, Jack Jumpers are at home to the 36ers. Jack Jumpers. I'm going to have to go Jack Jumpers on this one, man. I really like that. Adelaide just, what is Adelaide? What is Adelaide? Richard Karen, I thought, man, this, they could put this stuff together, but no, I'm going to go Adelaide. I'm sorry. Adelaide. I got 36ers. This is 
at Adelaide, you know, put it together and they finally put up 100 points and the Jack Jumpers have 60 and it's a 40-point blowout. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go Adelaide. I'll go Adelaide. <laughs> into it. Yeah, I'll go Adelaide. Uh, they're at home, though, the Jack Jumpers, so there you go. Uh, then it's Phoenix at home to the Breakers. Phoenix. The, you know, the Breakers looked awful. They looked awful. It's kind of like Finn Delaney and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Finn Delaney's like too good for that team. As well. <laughs> uh Kings at home to the Hawks. Kings. I like the Kings. I was just my Achilles heel man. I can't tip against the Kings. Study it. No, it always eventuates. Uh Taipans are at home at the convention center to the Jack Jumpers. That's a close one. I'm not gonna do types at home. Types at home. Types at home. Types at home. There was a lot of home wins. Will, will, this will week. Magnet look better though? He just didn't look as gumby as he did last year for Perth. He looked pretty bad for Perth, man. I don't know. I he's kind of like Hodgson two point for me. It's kind of like where have your skills gone, man? Like, mm. He had skills. Like remember he no, torched Harry. Fro- remember Harry Harry Froling? We're like, oh wow, this guy's awesome. Yeah, that and then game. it just it's like what happened to this guy? Yeah, that one game he absolutely torched us badly. But that other that Will Magnet game where he just absolutely <laughs> destroyed Bogan. And I was like, wow, this is a player, man. He definitely deserves to go overseas. Comes back and he's like, whoa, what happened to you, man? United are at home to the Phoenix, a little Melbourne burner. Yeah, I'm going to – oh, it's Goulding out. That's the question. I think he is. I think it was four yeah, weeks, okay. it? Yeah, I'll go on Phoenix. 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 This is – this has got just – and United, you know, put him under the thumb and you're just like, what? <laughs> All right, you pulled that from nowhere, sure thing. Uh, but yeah, I went Phoenix. 36ers are then at home to the Breakers. That's 36ers for me. I'm going to sneak a Breakers in. They've got to win sometime. <laughs> going all out to start the season. Uh, and then Perth will play at home to the Bullets at RAC Arena. So they were at RAC Arena. How are they getting away with that? Oh, I know why. I know why. It's... um. You can go from Brisbane to Perth because they tried to stop Adelaide getting the second test so they could go straight from because they're all quarantined to go to Brisbane mm. or both teams and so they go straight to Perth. But then Cricket Australia told them to get effed. If you don't want the fifth test, we'll give it to Hobart. Well, Queensland must be able to go to Perth somehow. Yes, they do. They're the only state. Somewhere. It's just a weird. Oh, I'll go to I'll Perth. At RSC. Yeah. yeah. All the fouls, all the fans, all the points for Perth. Perth for me as well. That rounds out the second week of tipping. Uh, reminder, anyone out there listening along or watching along, you can get in on our tipping comp still until round three. You might start with a little bit of a deficit. We'll, we'll try and work something out for that. Um, if you do want to join now, then you're still able to. Just send a message on this video or any of the other posts that we post. Send us a message. We'll add you into that. Uh, fantasy, do we, do we have any like... Fantasy we've got content? four. We've got four. We've got to get more people. We've got to get a minimum of twelve people to actually create the league. So it starts round four. All right. Um, so we're going to get more people in. If you're in this, join. It's round four. It begins. Um, so get in there. There's, you know, we'll, I'll chuck some cool prizes in. Why not? Epic. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to do a little uh, promotion of that. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll get some cool prizes. Um, hopefully Ben can get the price out prize out to Jenny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've still got sometime. Still here. The Jarrell Martin. It is, it is here. It card. is real. 
It's is definitely it patch? Yeah, is it a real. patch? It's got a patch. Or is it just uh, a... yeah, it's got a thing of his clothes. It's yeah, um... it's patch. It's patch auto. Jerome Martin patch auto. Yeah, Panini. Um, yep, yep. I know yep. nothing about cards, but sure. <laughs> Looks pretty cool. It's in a little case. Um, but yeah, I have it, so I'm getting it out to them as soon as I can. As soon as I'm able to leave the house, and I'm not working or studying. It's pain, pain in the backside at the moment. Um, but yeah, so if you do want to get in on fantasy, yeah, definitely send us a message. You got the code thing. Yeah, yeah I'll try and post it. Um, I'll try and find it and make sure I post it every time we go live or do any content or do any sharing or anything like that. Um, any? Do you want to do any content about it? Did you have a good fantasy? I'm so bad at fantasy. So uh, I, I had a terrible fantasy. I um, my fantasy was way off. <laughs> <laughs> you ended it was, up. It was, you ended up in another sport. I did. Um, no, no. This, we, we, you know, we did tipping pilot this this year, this season. Could be fantasy. We'll, we'll grow this. We'll get a bigger. Mm. We'll get some good prizes going. Um, so yeah, we'll have some fun with it. Yep, and I think uh, that's that's pretty much everything for this week. We'll be back again next Monday, hopefully for another episode, uh, bringing a, to a close round number two. And like share and subscribe we're on facebook right now you can watch us live uh, you can watch us live on facebook and you can watch us back in replay on facebook and on youtube and in audio format you can find us on the anchor platform it goes out to spotify and to or apple podcasts and google podcasts and gives a rating and review because that's great helps us get us out to more kings fans and if there's nothing else to say tonight we will see you guys next time on the king's dome